0: of a dead man hate my life on 100.3 The X Rocks. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. 843. Today's the day we've been trying to chase down for uh, gosh, a couple months, ever since he came to town with a little show called Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Got last minute notice, but the good news is he's coming back to town very soon. We'll talk all about that, but on the phone with us this morning is Mr. Guy Fietti from the Food Network. First of all, guy dude, thanks uh, thanks for being on the show man. We certainly appreciate it, dude. Oh,
1: you got it you got it I'm, uh, I'm at one of my restaurants here in California and I'm uh, moving through the hotline, so I just got back here. Got back to where it's quiet. What's going
0: on? Uh, good man. We want to talk. A l- Let's get the easy questions out of the way, and then we'll get to the weird stuff that might make you hang up on us. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but uh, you know, we we wanted to chat with you because you are coming to town at the Morrison Center on December fourteenth with your uh, your rock and roll road show, and uh, it's something different that I've never seen before that I'm really super interested in. So tell us a little bit about the idea behind bringing this kind of thing on the road.
1: If you've ever been to a culinary, you know, demonstration, that's what we call when We go to these big wine centers and we do these things. We stand up and we just had one in New York, said the big food and wine fest in New York. And what ends up happening is, you know, chefs get up there, especially the celebrity chefs, and talk about food talk about how we make the food, talk about why we do blah blah blah, blah. People dig that, um, and it's fun. But my 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 shows just continue to get a little bit more out of control. I mean one of the things I do is I start by show off with my you know, we're jamming a little muffin crew right in the front of everybody. I mean, I don't play it, but you know, we, we get some music behind it. You know, we have a DJ. You know, things you wouldn't normally see on a uh, on a food demonstration. So it's it's food, it's good music, it's a bunch of stories, a bunch of acting, a uh, bunch of people getting involved, people sitting on stage. It's food
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did see a video online recently of a woman giving you her bra at one of your uh, demonstrations,
1: <laughs> and that's exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, when are you ever up there making shrimp scampi, <laughs> and some lady and it wasn't a lady; it was like a twenty-two-year-old girl with uh, a hot purple bra up on stage. I mean, like, dude! And I remember when it happened. I could hear the crowd go wild because the camera guy had focused in on the bra. <laughs> I wouldn't—I wouldn't turn to look what it was, fearing that maybe it was something other than a bra. <laughs> <laughs> I turned to look at it. And I look at the crowd, and I go, oh, my God, this is, you know, this is fully turning. You guys are out of control. But that's what happened. I mean, people are we're wanting so much more. We love food. love music. love stories about, you know, what goes on. I mean, people always wonder, what goes on as a as a you know as a chef? And I didn't make up the rock and roll term. I just kind of threw it on there because I love music so much, and it gets involved. But it's, I don't know, man. I'll just tell you this, guys. It's probably like something we've never seen before. And I just, don't get me wrong. We're not going to have, you know, um... I'm not gonna have you, you know, jumping motorcycles, do fires, so, and you know, hoops of hoops of fire and stuff like that. It'll be a really good time,
2: though. You know, I, you mentioned Motley Crue, and to me, you're like the Motley Crue of cooking. <laughs> and and i like, I'm a little nervous even talking to you because I, I have a problem where I, I just go home from work and sit down and watch Food Network and I watch uh, Big Bite and uh, I get a little crazy with it. How much has your life changed after all this has happened? I know, I mean, you're a great cook and stuff, but. Things are getting pretty crazy for you, I have to imagine.
1: All I wanted to be was a chef, own my own restaurant, just restaurant. I only wanted a restaurant and be a great dad. That's all I really wanted to do. I didn't have a few hot rods and be a horrible drag racer and stuff like <laughs> that, you know. I tried my career at drag racing and I just I it I never made. So so I'm just cruising along in life and I had three restaurants at the time. Two boys, life is great, uh, you know, a couple hot rods, and all of a sudden my, one of my buddies says, go on the Food Network thing. I said, ah, come on, man, I don't, I don't have a contest. I'm, you know, I'm dying where I'm at in life. You know, I was satisfied. Then I get on the Food Network star. I get voted in to win the show. I win the show. I think, okay, I'll do six little episodes of a cooking show. I'll go back to my life. And since that day, we dropped the throttle on that thing. We dropped the hammer. Uh, we never come back to planet Earth.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, and it's just been everywhere. But and you've been—it's been a huge hit from dinners, dra- diners, drive-ins, and dives to Big Bite to Ultimate Recipe Showdown. I mean, do you ever get to the point where you realize maybe I'm too busy, or are you just looking forward to doing all this stuff?
1: You know what? It, and and I, you guys being in the biz and knowing how much goes on—I mean, it's just crazy volumes of, of requests and times and things and so forth. You know they, they want me to go, go shoot this in this town or go shoot down this town and then come to this special event and, do and so we, everybody said, like, why would you do this tour? Why are you why are you pushing yourself that?" I said, hey, "Here's the exact question: One, I have the greatest fans in the world. I seriously do, man. I can't even say it enough. It's, it's kind of like how many times have we bought albums of the bands we love and we bought the second third fourth album and they've just not been as good as the first, but we still do it. So I have those kind of fans. I don't think I've started to you know fall out." But as these fans, you know what they ask for? Come to my town. I can't always shoot diamond trappings and dice in somebody's town, but I can bring this rock and roll food. Well, and I, again, I should call it food first because it's not me playing guitar. People say, like, you play on <laughs> instruments. So bring this food event to their town, and this is the greatest way to get out there and say, say thank you to all my fans for putting me in this crazy situation.
0: Well, it is one of those things where, I don't know, maybe if you, you realize how transcending you actually have become to the Food Network, because, I mean, do you think about it? Five years ago, there's no way guys like Jay and myself are going to sit down and watch the Food Network. I mean, we're 30-year-old guys. Do you think of that as like, you know, a 50-year-old housewife kind of thing? It's almost to the fact we're like, dude, you made food cool, and that's got to feel good.
1: Well, I mean, thank you for the nice compliment. Um, I think there's... A whole big trend going on inside of network where they're starting to recognize food, and I say this all the time: food is way more than just cooking and consumption. Food is a lifestyle. Food's an attitude. It's an energy. It's an emotion. It's an experience. It's a camaraderie. I mean, if you're a barbecue dude and you meet another barbecue dude, it's a barbecue dude. You know that kind of stuff goes on. So I, I think I just was at the right place at the right time. But I will tell you something. I was just at New York Food Wine Fest just last weekend. So out of control. Now I did it a year before when it first started. It went from zero to 160 in a one year's time. I, I told everybody I can not even imagine what next year is going to be like. So what's coming on with this tour? We come into town. I bring a bunch of my boys with me. What we call the culinary crew. I um, got TJ coming out. I got DJ Cobra coming with me. Now I made DJ Cobra. are going to take this. I don't know if I'm talking too much too fast, but I come off of work in the kitchen line and I'm you know rolling and bowling right now. But I. <laughs> I made this guy's a DJ booth. about 8 feet high. It's orange, covered in orange fur. And the DJ's going to be out there, and he's going to be playing the tunes. Every once in a while, when like, it gets kind of boring, and everybody's listening to the blah, 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 and I have to fall asleep, I just crank up a little dance to put on a little case in the sunset, man, and I make everybody get out of their seats. Oh, we squirt him down with a hose.
2: <laughs> 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 well, I can't wait, guy. And I, I got a question. How, does, uh, how do your shows come... To to fruition, like Big Bite and Triple D. Are those your ideas, or does Food Network come to you and go, "Hey, we we want to do something"? How does that happen? It's
1: both. You know, I've got two new shows that are coming out. One's going to be out October seventeenth. Um, it's called Tailgate Warriors, and uh, that's a show that I came up with. I think tailgating is huge. I think people are into tailgating, so I went with my production company and made a and made a, uh, a one hour show about tailgating. Now, Diner Drivers and Dives that was a producer. Um, that wanted to make a show about uh, about this, a production company. They take the idea to Food Network. Food Network says, great, we like it. And in turn, they come back and say, uh, well, here, we got the host for you. So there's a lot of different combos about how it goes on. Guys Big Bite, for instance, you know, I write, make all the recipes, throughout the course of the year. Twice a year I go to the studio, you know, we set it up, and we'll shoot three of Guys Big Bite in one day. Um, yeah. I mean, 12-hour grueling days, but... And we're cranking out thirty, you know, 30, forty shows a year just on one of the, you know, one of the uh, series. Um, so it's it's a lot of
2: work. Because you know you, you're you're infusing the uh, the rock and roll now. There's just one thing left for me, and that is if you can infuse some strippers somehow.
1: <laughs> now this is the funny thing about this is I'm a dad and I'm a i am do a lot of a lot of events cooking with kids. You kids, know. And I know people are looking at me, going, "Come on, Guido, I mean. just just give us the after-hours show. Just just do one show that you know is in Hollywood or something." This is actually I try to make this show. You know, I got a uh, two boys, Hunter who's thirteen, and Ryder who's almost four. Try to make a show that has enough entertainment for, that a kid would want to watch. Um, I'm not saying little kids. I'm saying you know with, uh, teenagers like Hunter. Uh, so I keep it pretty you know pretty PG. But you know what I tell people all the time? How many great movies have you seen? It doesn't matter what the rating is, it's just is it good value, good entertainment, good good energy. I'm going to Hawaii uh, tomorrow, or actually Thursday with my uh, with my son and my wife. Uh, and we're cooking for three thousand troops over in Hawaii, so we're gonna be running this uh, what's called the guy city roadshow. We're gonna do that over in Hawaii for the troops. By the time we come out, we come rolling oh, to you guys' tent. I'm going beyond fire. It's gonna be a
0: good time. <laughs> it will be a whole <laughs> lot of fun, man. We're looking forward to the 14th of December. That is for sure. Well, you wanted to infuse rock and roll into this show, so like when you're unwinding, when you're hanging out, or you're going across the road and you're turning into music, what kind of what kind of stuff do you like to listen to? Oh,
1: you know what? I am like I'm like a chameleon of music. I mean, I love it all from old school to new, you know, to to hard rock. To you know, for some reason, I've been on this kind uh, of. James Dio trip recently. I mean, how many more times can I listen to Holy Diver before I walk on the stage? You know, <laughs> so, so I'm into that, into Chili Peppers, into Chicken Flour, into, you know, uh, you know Jazzy, bluesy stuff, Eric Lindell. Rage Against the Machine. I mean, you name it, I, I get into it. As long as it's quality, as long as it's good,
0: You're right up our alley, man. You're going to love this radio station when you roll into town. That's for sure, dude. One last question for you, buddy. You've been all over the world. You've traced all sorts of food, and we see all the great stuff on TV. Do you ever go someplace and just go, this crap is inedible? I can't believe what I'm putting in my mouth right now.
1: (laughs) You know, we're pretty good at this point of uh, looking and sniffing through the menu and (laughs) finding the stuff I don't want to eat. Every once in a while, someone will do something goofy to it, and we'll, but we won't. I, I promise you this. I promise you this. I won't tell you something's good if it's not good. I won't say it's great if it's not great, in my, in my opinion. Um, and the you Um know, I had a lady come and tune me out one time at a show, and she says, you know, I went to this place, and I went there, and I had this burger, and it was the worst burger I've ever had in my life. And I sat there in front of like a thousand people at this big show, and I, I looked, and I said, ma'am, I am so sorry. I said, as I remember, I never tried the burger there and said it was any good. She said, oh, no, you didn't. You said the waffles were fantastic. They really were, but the burger suck. I said, well, you can't stop on me about the burger, lady. <laughs> oh.
0: Good stuff, man. Yeah, well, listen, dude, you're an awesome guy. Thank you for spending the time with us. We look forward to catching up a little bit closer to the show, but you'll be here December 14th at the Morrison Center. Tickets are on sale now. Go hang out with Guy, man. It's going to be a good time. Thank you, buddy.
1: You guys are awesome. Thanks. I look forward to meeting you. And you know what? It's going to be a blast, and uh, enjoy
0: holiday season that's what you should do get out there and think about food awesome thank you
2: buddy you take care Back on guys okay traffic.
0: man he wants to meet us Guy Fieri from the food network wants to meet you me maybe we'll make his dreams come true when he comes to town <laughs> <laughs> yep
2: that's what we're gonna do mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh sad good guy though man looking forward to catching up with him again in December when the show's a little bit closer that's gonna be fun two months from today man at the Morrison Center grab those tickets Let's take a final look at traffic. Let's dig into something. Here's Susie Black. We have our first accident this morning reported in Boise on Franklin and Orchard. No other accidents reported. Looks good on the interstate eastbound I-84, north side to the Y, back to a 14-minute drive. Things are moving along very nice and easy around the airport stretch as well as the connector. Idaho is among the most active of states in terms of the number of earthquakes experienced each year, yet few families have disaster plans in place. Be prepared. Go to ready.idaho.gov to find out more. I'm Susie Black, ex-Workforce Traffic. Ex-Workforce Weather. And here is the weather expert, Scott Dorval's precision forecast from today's Channel 6 News. Windy with rain last night. We'll be left with some lingering showers around the valley today.